Attention audience, guess what? We're back. It's that day. The one that we always look forward to. It's Friday. And we've got a good movie this week. Right, Eric? Dude, we've got a really good movie. I was so, so excited to watch this movie. As 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 we said last week, this was one of those ones that I wanted to see in theaters when it came out last year. And it was just always like super limited show times. And I was just never, ever able to make it mm-hmm. um, to see it. But good God, uh, I should have watched this movie. Like, I'm glad we're reviewing it, but there was no reason I shouldn't have watched this movie sooner. It is phenomenal easily with it releasing in 29 this is easily in my top five movies of 2019 like hands down it was actually a really really good movie um and i was kind of surprised going into it um because when i first saw the trailer i'm like this looks like it's a good like indie style movie um it, it looks like it'd be decent but i didn't have that drive at first to go see it like it wasn't like on the top like i've got to watch this one this weekend um it, but it was one mm-hmm. that i really wanted to watch so I'm glad we put it into the review because it, you know, made me go, hey, you know, what? I'll push this up on the list and go and watch it. And oh, it was it was really, really good. Um, yeah. But with that said, I guess we should I mean, everyone should know, but we are watching or we did watch the Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon released on August 23rd, 2019. Uh, a runtime of a nice, tight one hour and 37 minutes. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I love me a one hour, one and a half hour movie. Oh yeah. I, I was, uh, I was glad when I saw the timer cause I'm like, oh man, that's movies shorter than I thought. And I was like, this is good. Uh, it's, it, it's moved so quick. Uh, rating of PG 13 and a budget of $6,200,000. Oh, so wow. $6.2 million budget, which for modern day movies is incredibly low budget. Oh yes. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you can see when you watch this movie, like the, the, the cast is limited. It's a very intimate core group that you're following the entire time, mm-hmm. uh, with, with very, very, very small minor characters in and out. But most of this movie is just three people. Yeah. You know, or what well, technically half this movie is just two people <laughs> until, until one of them joins up halfway through yeah, and I but, mean um, you have um I mean you have like the little extras and the, some reoccurring characters throughout the the movie here yeah. and there. But even then, I mean the way the movie was done, um, it was able to focus on those two and it to me it was one of those movies where a lot is told to us without much being said. Oh, in yeah. The movie. oh yeah. Environmental storytelling. Yes, and I, I um, love those kind of movies. Before we get too far, it is starring Zach Gottsagen, Dakota Johnson, and the Boof himself, Shia LaBeouf. Great casting. Well, Shia LaBeouf at least. I'm, I know he kind of went crazy over the last couple of years, but I'm a big Shia LaBeouf fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Grant, I don't really follow him as far as personalized, but I'm pretty sure he kind of got back to yeah, where he yeah, needed to be. Yeah, he is. And, I know that, um, and he's being rumored for Iceman for the uh for the x-men reboot as well so that'd be interesting be, uh, to see which would be interesting uh so shia labeouf known i mean even stevens transformers eagle eye indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull which is a big black mark for me uh not a great movie yeah. um known for a lot of things phenomenal actor uh dakota johnson known for the um uh 50 shades of grave films uh the social network in 2010 she was in 
uh, a couple other th- a couple other things as well. Actually, the daughter of um, Dan Johnson, who was in uh, uh, Knives Out. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Yeah. I, that didn't put that together. Mm-hmm. Um, I know um, the buff was also in uh, the more recent table reading uh, of. Um, Oh, I can't remember. Him and a whole bunch of other actors with Dane Cook all did a uh, a table reading mm-hmm. of was it Richmond High? I think. Uh, I just yeah, I, I like came that. across it the other day, and I didn't. I haven't got a chance to finish watching it. I started it, and I know he was in that too, which I thought was kind of cool, um, just seeing the different actors. But I know he was in that recently. And then the lead himself, Zach Gottsagen. Uh known for Peanut Butter Falcon. This is his first film uh as mm-hmm. a, as an actor which which is really really cool uh down syndrome actor and this whole movie kind of follows that story and i loved seeing that i love seeing actors and people with disability shine through yes you know? yeah and uh this is literally like if you watch the trailer and whatnot you see this as a as a modern day Mark Twain. And that's, ex- that's exactly what it is, mm-hmm. but it's told through the eyes of these two characters that, that need each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, in, in not just a, they need need each other in a very deep, deep way. And Zach Gottsagen's character of Zach in this movie was, it's, it's, it's that guy's story. And that's one of the things I loved about it so much. It's, it's his, story and it's Shia's story and it's how how they need each other to survive I mean I don't know it's a it's, it's a it's a great it's it's a phenomenal movie I'm not it gonna was. lie my cynical ass got get a little teary-eyed towards the end <laughs> um well I guess before we jump into spoilers for those who haven't seen it all in all it was a really good movie um the character like you said the character story from uh beginning to end was told in a very i don't want to say quick fashion but a good moving pace throughout the whole movie um it was told through a lot of like you said environmental storytelling um different like kind of like little bits of flashbacks which i know i, I kind of went against flashbacks in the last movie with uh, project power but at the same time it's a different type of flashback um and these flashbacks i think fit this movie so much better uh, but on top of that, I mean, it was, um, I think, a good audio soundtrack to go along with it. It was good visual effects um, with a lot of the different uh, collage, I guess, would be a proper word to use. Like, there's a couple of scenes where they kind of just do, it's one scene, but they flash it together in, like, a collage way. Like, kind of like, yeah, like okay. a speed, like you. a mini speed run, you know, when they're training and, and stuff like that. And, like, the, the campfire, little things like that. Um where it, it actually does the movie justice and does really good. Um, but all in all, definitely a good movie. Definitely definitely recommend watching it before we get into spoilers. Do you have anything else to say before spoilers? No, because I'm going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Okay. All right, that's it. That's, that's all the time you get. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now let's get um, into spoilers. Yes, yes. The first thing I want to do, I'm going to, I'm going to dick it dive into a little bit of trivia time real quick because I think this I was trying to say this without saying this before we got into spoiler territory um, but this movie this movie came about because di- the directors of this film met 
their lead, Zach Gottsagen, at a camp for disabled and non-disabled people, and he expressed his desire to become a movie star. So the directors wrote the script around him and ab- around him and his hopes and dreams were blended into the script in the form of him wanting to become a wrestler in the movie. Um, and then they used friends and people that they knew that would allow them to film on like property and whatnot for free without permits to keep the cost of the film low. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. it was, it was literally a movie made for this, um, for this, for this, for this, this guy, uh, and about him. And I thought it was really, I thought that was really, really neat. And not knowing that until after the movie makes the movie even better. I'm glad yeah. I didn't know that fact until afterwards, but uh, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's really neat. But to kind of to kind of get into it, man, this this movie's so good. It hits on it really such is. an emotional level. I mean, it it kicks off with seeing Zach's character living in this nursing home because he has Down syndrome, and there's no Down syndrome and no family, and where else are they going to put him? You know? Yeah, I mean, he was pretty much left behind. Yeah, which is yeah. his story. And it, and he's so he's living he he's in his twenties living with these these old people that are on their deathbed and despite being Down syndrome wants to live his life you know wants yeah. to just do what he does and I love how it kicks off with him uh, in the middle of a scheme trying to escape yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the extra pudding yeah. cup yeah with ro- bribing Rosemary with an extra pudding cup to get her to fake a, great. a and condition then, uh... so he can bust out the door. Um, <laughs> he instantly gets stopped. That's the yeah, point. immediately gets gets stopped. But that just shows, like, from the word go, that shows that this is, despite having Down syndrome, this is somebody who 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 knows he's not living his best life, and is tired of being kept from living their best life. Yeah. Um. And you see that from the word go, and when you're introduced to um. Dakota Johnson's character, what's her name? Eleanor. Uh, Eleanor. 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 Yeah, it's Eleanor. Um, she's friends with Zach and understands that it's not fair, but it's the situation that yeah you're in. So what can we do? And it's kind of that. It's kind of that. Um, she accepts the status of life, whereas Zach doesn't. Zach yeah. doesn't accept his status in life despite his condition or, or, or his, his environment or his circumstances. Um, and, and Eleanor is kind of the opposite of that where she's nice and she's got a good heart and a good soul, but she, you know, you play the hand that you're dealt and yeah. that's all you have, you know, where right, rather than changing your hand or changing the rules to the game. Exactly. Yeah. And um, that's um, as when, while you're on that topic, that's one of the things I liked with, uh, Tyler, uh, yeah, Shia LaBeouf's character. Yeah, because he he was the opposite. It was kind of yeah. like he was dealt this hand, and granted, you know, he was kind of more of that in the beginning that rebellious, you know, life dealt him a bad hand as well, and he he was kind of like stuck in the middle. Like I wouldn't say he was dealing with what he got because he was kind of going in the wrong direction, but he had that look on life like. Um, like Zach did, where it was kind of like, you know, I, I want to do something different, but I just don't know where what to do or where to yeah. go. Because you, you he, can tell he was dealing with some, you know, personal like demons or troubles or whatever you want to call it. Um, 
and what I liked is when these three characters bounce back and forth, they realize that together they can make something better. And it, yeah. it takes a little bit for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that from the very beginning of the movie, um, Bruce Stern's character, Carl, who's, who's Zach's roommate oh, yeah, Carl. Be- before he escapes is, is great. And, and the one line that reverberates throughout this film that occurs at the very beginning with this moment with Carl, right before Carl um, helped Zach escape for the final time, is, you know, your friends are the family that you choose. You yeah. Know? You, can't choose your, you can't choose your real family, whether they're good, bad, or, or otherwise. Your friends, you can't. They're the family that you choose. And uh, I love Zach's, Zach's response is, is, Carl, you're my best friend. And you're invited to my birthday party. <laughs> yes. yes. Carl's like, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, not that I want to do any spoilers, but when we actually get to that point where it's his birthday, I was like, oh. Well, yeah. Well, we'll I, I, I don't it. want to jump that, that, that close to the end of the movie because that was a little bit of a roller coaster towards the end of that movie. It, um, it, it very much loved, was. I loved and, how it was done. Yeah, we'll dig into that. But, I mean, the core the – core, tenets of this movie is seeing you know zach tyler comes across or zach comes across tyler once he finally um, escapes yeah once he finally escapes hides in his boat and tyler is uh you know running away from these other locals that he burned their um their fishing equipment or their crabbing equipment that had been stealing crabs and stuff from mm-hmm. them that we see in the beginning of the movie and he's just kind of living he feels owed this because we find out very early on that part of Tyler's issues is he lost his brother. Yeah. You know, and played by John uh, Bernthal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, what, one of the things I like though, is that, uh, cause I know I didn't catch it at first, but I, I you know, the, when I paid a little bit closer attention, those guys that they pretty much were chasing them the whole movie, uh, Duncan and Ratboy. Um, I guess it was because there was only so many licenses for fishing or crab trapping or whatever in that area, yeah. and the they're the one that they just got belonged to Tyler's brother, yes. and that that explains you know the tension why Tyler was always going and messing with their traps and pretty much picking a fight with them. Um, and that's pretty much what sets off this whole, you know, dynamic duo between the two of them. The, yeah. um, you know, him, Tyler running and them constantly trying to chase him because of all the traps and all that are destroyed. But I, I like that because they kind of hint on that throughout the movie and they don't really go into full detail, but they give you just enough to figure out what's going on. The pacing of Tyler's flashbacks are great, too, because they're paced. You only see flashbacks during moments when Tyler... And his relationship with Zach causes him to learn something about himself. Yes. You know, so the pacing on that is very, very well fleshed out. Like you, you only see those flashbacks when it's, when it's exactly related to something that's currently happening with him and Zach and how he's learned about this from his brother and how he's using this event to get over the death of his brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of got that feeling that, like, as the movie went on, Tyler was starting to realize that, whether it was intentional or not, 
he learned from his bigger brother, and now he has become the bigger brother to Zach by the end yeah. of the movie. And that's what I liked because, like, in those pivotal points where he had those flashbacks and remembering how his brother taught him, mm-hmm. he then was kind of like teaching Zach in a different way. Yeah, and I, I really like that connection there between them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, dude. Let's let's talk for a minute. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the awesome scene of Shia LaBeouf punching the shit out of a twelve-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When, yeah. uh, when Zach jumps into the water and he's like, he can't swim. Or he pushes him care. into the water. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that, yeah. That we, was we, interesting. Now, like, I didn't see that coming. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> just decks a 12 year old. But that I, just goes to show kids you're never too young to get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, what, what I took from that, though, was that, you know, Tyler's character was one of those where he didn't care because he was in that that mindset after losing his brother and this and that and that he doesn't care you know what trouble comes his way he's just going to do his thing and if he has to run he's going to run um because i mean we've already saw that at this point i mean he gets ticked off he sets the traps all on fire and then he runs and mm-hmm. then at this point i mean he is still early relationship between him and zach so he's just kind of like all right i'm, I'm kind of helping you because I'm, I'm somewhat of a good person but at the same time i'm not gonna like you know yeah take care of you essentially yeah and he tries he tries to justify it by saying like i'm not i'm not helping you i'm letting you tag along because it happens to be along my way yeah like we happen to be going the same way you know so he tries to justify caring yeah because of because of his emotions and, and what he feels and that goes as far of like when he leaves you know Zach, right after they first meet and kind of hitchhikes and catches a ride with the trucker and then uh, and then gets out. And is like, you know what? I, you know, I forgot something back after he's talking about how there's a there's a um, the roadblock and it's the roadblock and whatnot. That, yeah. and, 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 and you can see and it's so well acted from 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 Shia that uh, he's got to stop because they're going into an area where he could get he could get caught but also, he can't in good conscience leave Zach, yeah. you know, in the state that he left him in. You and, know, it took him a little while to realize that's not what his brother would have done. Yeah. So and, and he granted, turns around and goes back for Zach, and that's when we get the awesome twelve-year-old punch scene. And and during that scene, I kind of got more of the whole. He was more afraid of getting caught than it was of leaving Zach behind. Um, but I think once he realized that he can't go forward because he's in, in trouble, um, he's got to go a different direction. When he starts backtracking, I think it's when he sees the kid trying to push Zach into the water is when it, it was kind of like, oh, you know, you know, yeah. this can't happen. And I don't really think it would have mattered who was trying to push him into the water, whether it been a 12-year-old <laughs> kid or someone else, you yeah. know, big muscly guy. He still would have went up and, and did the same thing no matter what. And that's kind of that character um of tyler where it's kind of like i don't care who you are you know know, you're in my way yeah um but yeah it was kind of funny when they like they reference that when uh was it rat boy and duncan are like trying to find them and they're talking to the kids like oh how'd you get that uh black guy huh huh they hadn't seen anything (laughs) oh yeah no they they saw something (laughs) um Um. It was, yeah, but it I mean, was interesting. I didn't see it coming at first, but it was interesting how they threw that in there. I literally, I was, I was watching the movie, and that, 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 you know, Shia LaBeouf popped the kid one, and I was like, "Damn!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "All right, fair enough." 
Um, but no, I mean, the whole rest of the movie is is them, you know, tramping through the woods and, and building the boat with uh, the, you know, backwoods blind preacher, you know, yeah. and and just him teaching and them, them sharing this experience together, learning how to shoot a gun, you know, learning how Which to was swim. Which hysterical. The, the, the scene of them, of Shia LaBeouf teaching him how to swim. Yeah. That got me. Because this whole thing, you know, Zach doesn't know and how to swim. There's the scene of Shia dragging him across the, 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 the river where they almost get run over by the boat. Yes. And I think that's what starts it. Cause if, if, what I liked about that scene, since you mentioned the boat scene, is like right before, you know, Tyler is kind of like, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you how to do it. You'll be okay. We'll figure this out. We'll go. And Zach's like, okay. And I think at this point they already established the whole, you know, rule number one, don't slow me down or whatever it was. And they kept yeah, going. Rule number two, I'm in charge. Yeah. yeah. Which then, if you notice, like later in the movie, it, it changes because Zach's first time saying it was rule number one, party. Yes. <laughs> and Which... Tyler's like, no. And then towards the end, it's like, what's rule number one? Party. All right. <laughs> but, Which, um, fun fact, ab- that line was ad-libbed by Zach Gottsagan. The first the time, party line. the first time, yeah. The when they when they when they filmed the scene for the first time, you know, Shia Balaf, Balaf asked him what time, you know, what rule number one was, and and the actor's like party. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a, it was a it was an ad lib line which just kind of worked so well for the movie. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but what I liked about that boat scene is when it was all said and done, and you know the boats come in. There, you know, Zach's still out in the middle of the water. Tyler gets to the edge, and he's just like pulling and pulling and pulling the rope, and just barely drags him in. And he's exhausted, and he's like, "Why?" Like, he's like, he's done. And then uh, Zach just walks up to him, and picks him up, and is like, "Hey, what's rule number one? Let's go!" And just keeps <laughs> on walking like nothing even happened. Yeah. I think if, at that point, Tyler's like, "All right, what did I get myself into?" Yeah, but that's like yeah. it starts to develop that bond between them, and then mm-hmm. when they started doing the training, like um, when uh, Ty, like you said, started doing the swimming and the shooting, and that collage is what I was referring to earlier. Yeah, where they kind of do like quick montage, little, montage. That's that's the word I'm probably looking. For. It's better than collage, the moving collage. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it starts to show a deeper connection between the two of them. And I like mm-hmm. that, especially towards, you know, a little bit later in the movie when they do that big uh, bonfire and they get the name peanut butter Falcon. Yeah. Like even then, like that was a really good montage as well. Um, but I really liked the connection between the two of them uh, personally and together as they, as the story went on and as they continued their journey, it was like a really good development on both sides. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it was. I mean, I keep going back to it, and I'm, I I feel like a broken record, but it goes back to these two characters that are trapped, that were trapped by their circumstances, that needed each other to get out, to get out, yeah. of, to to get out of the, the their 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 respective circumstance. I mean, it's it's really is, it really is a very very heartwarming tale, and uh, very well done, very well acted. The um, everyone in this movie, it looks like, like, like Shia LaBeouf and Zach Godsagan. I have a hard time imagining they're not like that. They weren't like that offset. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Well, and you like know, all the characters, the chemistry that, way, yeah. that all of these characters have together is just wonderful. Um, 
the blind preacher scenes were great. <laughs> I love those. I, I really love those. Uh, another <laughs> montage that was great. Yeah. Um, and what I, I prefer I, baptism by fire. Unfortunately, I don't have any fire. <laughs> yeah, yes, I don't do those. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't. Do um, those. <laughs> now, just because we keep hitting on the main two characters, I do want to kind of bring in the other characters a little bit, real quick. Eleanor. Uh, one of the things I liked about the way this story developed is not mm-hmm. not just Eleanor, but as Zach and Tyler made their journey through Eleanor, uh, Duncan, and Ratboy were mm-hmm. all following, and yeah. it was neat to see. Because they don't really meet up until about like halfway through the movie, yeah. but it's interesting to see the you know how Tyler and uh, Zach are on foot just walking through these different areas and mm-hmm. how they keep crisscrossing. You know, yeah. like I understand Duncan and Ratboy were trying to follow them, so they kept going to this areas where they were trying to investigate and try to figure out where they're going. You know, when they went to the kids and you know they stopped mm-hmm. at like one of the old campfires and like as they keep going through. Um, but I liked how at one point Eleanor catches up with them right in the very beginning. And, you know, Tyler's like, well, yep, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Oh, you know, give me your number. Like he's just trying yeah. to hit on her and have fun. And then they, they go different directions, but she still has the map and she's just marking off going down, one going down. One, yeah. Yep. And, and then they finally start meeting up and then it's like, okay, now we got a whole different journey. Mm-hmm. whole other dynamic yeah and real quick that one scene in the gas station where tyler and eleanor meet for the first time and tyler comes back to zach and is like hey i met your you know i met your girlfriend you know yeah. she's like they had a whole from from then on it was a whole new perspective bond yeah. because he's like you're a wanted you're a wanted man you know us outlaws have to stick together type yeah thing. <laughs> um he, he was he was like i'll be damned you know you're running um, from some. You're running from something too. You know. Yeah, and that, that was another thing that kind of helped. And again, that's why I was saying, like, the way that their personal characters develop and their relationship together develop throughout the movie is well, well done. Um, but I liked when Eleanor finally meets up with the group yes. and joins because yes. this then starts. Um, it, I mean, it starts a bond between all three of them. But it, it allows Tyler and Eleanor to bond themselves um, mm-hmm. in like a good friendship way, but at the same time, see each other's perspectives. You know, the fact that Tyler's like, you know, he's just another everyday guy, and Eleanor's like, no, you know, he's he's he has special needs, he needs special medication, he needs this, this, and that. And, you know, and Zach's right in the middle of it, trying just trying yeah. to be him. I love that dynamic, that conversation that they have both both on the beach and then when she when Zach throws her keys in the water and she has no choice <laughs> yes. but to go with them. Um which was great. That was that was a that was a great moment as well. It's it's that it's that that mom and dad um angel on each shoulder dynamic between Shia LaBeouf, who's 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 treating Zach like like a person, like a like mm-hmm. a guy, like like an equal, yeah, like an equal, as 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 you should, and Eleanor is, you know, and in the line the line says it when they're on the boat, and he keeps <laughs> they keep putting putting Zach in the water <laughs> yeah, so that they can talk, breathing. yeah, to practice his breathing exercises, um, 
where Shia LaBeouf's like, you know, based on the conversation they had earlier, you know, people have been calling Zach a retard and Shia was like, that's you might not, not be, yeah, you might not be yeah. saying it, but you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You might not be saying it, but you, you're treating him like, like that. Yeah. And, and it was a very, very impactful and heartfelt moment, you know? Yep. And I think that was that turning point for Eleanor where she saw, or she began to see that this is not only not only good for her and good for Zach, but this is how this is the right way of doing things. Yes, yeah. you know, and I think that also um, comes back when she like towards the end a little bit more when she finally like phones back is like, look, I found them, everything's mm-hmm. good. And then the, the guy who's in charge of the home was like, oh no, he's he's this, isn't that? We're sending him here, and yeah. we're gonna transfer a place him. where they see like, yeah, a place yeah. where they send drug drug addicts and prostitutes, you know? And, yeah, and she's like, that's not a place for him, and the, you can tell. He didn't care. And I know at one point she even says the line towards the end um, to Tyler where you might, you know, you might see him as a real person or um, you might treat him fairly and all that, but not everyone else will. Yeah, yeah but they don't. Yeah. They don't see him that way. Um, yeah. And I, I like that because that starts to kind of open up Tyler's mind to the situation but to a point, because Tyler still is like, hey, we're going to live our lives. We're going to do our thing. We're not going to let that kind of that fear, you know, hold us back. You know, yeah. we just got to learn to adapt. Um, and, and I like that because you can tell, especially throughout the movie with Zach, the things that everyone believes limits him in life. He Our finds strength. a way to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they even strength. Yeah, yeah. And they even say that is his best um, skill or whatever is his strength. You know, yeah. and I don't think it's just physically like, you no, know, physically, it's not. spiritually, whatever you want to do. They, you know, his strength is what keeps moving him forward and overcoming all these obstacles that everyone believes he can't overcome. His, and his I love physical that. strength in this movie that they reference numerous times and we and we get to see on display several times um, is a representation of his spirit. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a, a physical representation of his spirit. Um, and I think that was a great way of doing it and telling it through that that whole wrestling side story is yes. is, is, is was well done. So let's let's touch on that for a moment because we go through this whole journey with various ups and you know ups and downs and we get the group together and then we get to the end where we're finally at the wrestling school that that Zach escaped to go to. Um, where we meet was with, it with Clint, I think. Yeah, Clint. With the um, what was it? The the saltwater redneck. Saltwater was the redneck was the wrestling yeah, name. But I think his real name was Clint something. Yeah, and uh, the school had been closed for a decade. You know, yeah. he's just a washed which, up has been. Which is funny because I I figured that out in the very beginning of the movie when he first starts watching these VHS movies. I'm like, these movies are forever old. I was like, yeah. they're gonna be going to this school. That doesn't, it doesn't exist. even exist. Um, but I know that's not the point of the story. So I was like, all right. And I love when they finally get there and we see this. We're like, great. Uh, but it was even better after they meet Clint and they're talking to him about, no, this, he wasn't a fan. Like, you were his inspiration. He's more than a fan. Uh, Shia... He's going to watch your, your movies forever. Dude, Shia LaBeouf sells this goddamn moment. Oh, yeah. When he he's does. on the porch talking to him. And it's like, hey, listen, man, that, you know, he's, he's basically telling 
telling their whole story. And I love the brief interruptions of, you know, would you mind? He's, he's, you're, you're kind of his inspiration. Would you mind just giving him a wave? You see the kid behind you, know, just give him a wave. Yeah. And then he keeps going through this. And I, and my favorite line was, was, was the, you know, but that's, you know, now I've got to, you know, now I've got to explain, yeah, find a break way his explain, heart. Yeah. yeah. Break his heart. Find a way to explain to him that, the, that his hero doesn't exist. His hero is not real. Yeah. You know, his hero is this, this washed up has been. And, um, He's like, but that's my shit. I don't want to bring my shit to anyone else's yeah. doorstep, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then they no, leave, was... and and you see that moment where Tyler doesn't have the words to explain that he doesn't know how to explain this. this yeah, yeah, this little situation. Yeah, and um, and he tries and tries, and then all of a sudden. Out of what nowhere. Ty- yeah, what Tyler said clicked with Clint, and Clint shows up as the uh, assault order redneck in the uh, in the T-top, you know, Pontiac Firebird yeah, and everything. That was great. Because anyway, I love it, because when the scene, that scene first starts, you know, um, Zach's like, oh, you know, maybe we can get back in the boat. Maybe he's hiding in a swamp somewhere, this and that. Because what was explained is when they're at the guy's porch, you know, Tyler's like, you know, he, he doesn't live here anymore. This, but this, this is gentleman's Clint. Clint. Yeah. yeah, he's a nice guy. He just wants to say hi and this and that. And because, you know, Zach only knows um, knows him as a saltwater redneck. Doesn't know him as a normal person outside yeah. of the, the, the name and uniform. Because all he had was that movie to watch, which was them, you know, on stage and this and that. He didn't realize yeah. that it was all faked and this and that. I mean, at least at to that point. So seeing... Um, Clint come back to kind of save the day was mm-hmm. awesome because you know to to Zach it's just like I told you guys he's right here we found him yeah like the whole time yeah um yeah. And do you mind do you mind my, do you mind if my family comes along and I love that he says yes family not friends yes. do yes. you mind if I, my family comes with me yeah and so. I mean you can kind of see with all of them that that mood change yeah you know where even with um Tyler and uh Eleanor it was just like oh my god like this is actually happening like wow like this this is awesome thank you so much yeah um you can see the appreciation in their faces and all which is which is great but then they do like he kind of brings back that wrestling school just for Zach and you know the whole match like as the the ending from like this point on does speed up a little bit to me it does um, because I remember I had to stop at one point. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, there's only like 20-some minutes left, give or take. I was like, there's a lot to cover of what's going I'm like, how is this going to end? You know, like, I feel like it's just going to end very quickly. And, uh, I mean, granted, maybe that was in the back of my mind as we got to the ending. Because that ending was a little bit of a roller coaster. But the momentum shifts because you have Clint training um, Zach. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, you know, a, a backyard wrestling match is going yeah. on like the next day. And you have the and... character of Samson who's who's there with, with Clint during the training. Um Yeah. Who's played by I'm I'm not a wrestling fan, but found out this that that, that was Jake Roberts, aka Jake the Jake the Snake. An an old eighties wow. okay. yeah. wrestler. Yeah, that makes yeah. more sense now. And at the uh, very he did end, look the, the referee was, um, I did recognize this person just because uh, growing up, a friend of mine was a huge fan. Um, but uh, the, the um, referee in the, in, in, in the final, the final scene was Mick Foley. 
Okay, yep. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense too. Honestly, because they all look they look familiar, but it's all been so out of tune for wrestling for years that I I couldn't tell you who they all were off top hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean that that was awesome that they brought them in. Mm-hmm. But I liked the speed up, and then this is kind of where we start to realize, especially with Eleanor, because Eleanor's got this whole hey, start the transfer paperwork tomorrow. We'll be back. Instead, they go do this wrestling match. This is her kind of like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Moment. Um, and then you have, uh, the saltwater redneck, I mean, Clint, who's, he's kind of repraising his role a little bit, but he's there rooting for Zach, you know, Zach kind of helped bring him back and now he wants to help Zach. He, and so his mindset is, yeah, let's go in Samson, go easy on him. Let's make the kid's dream come true. And Samson's like, I don't want any part of this. Yeah, you can tell from you can tell from the beginning. Samson is not on board with this. The, the, all no. Zach is to Samson is some retard. You know, yeah. and That's he even he says that in the match. He does, and yeah. it, it it really it's interesting because this whole and, and there's a conversation that they have when, when when they get to the actual match between Tyler and Eleanor, and this was you referenced this earlier where yeah. this was where Eleanor is like, you know, we see Zach for 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 who he is these people don't these people don't care about him and and that's when that's when you know that was that moment where as the from the filmmaking side of things where that's the reveal of this could go very very badly yes yeah and, I, and it shows with clint on the sideline when samson's not backing down and going yes. like going you know yes. full, well, not, i don't say full force but not holding back and yeah. clint starts to realize it. it's like oh no what am i doing what what did I do? But at yeah. the same time, he's rooting for Zach. He's like, "Come on, Zach, you can yeah. do this." And and, I'm, and I was happy to see that. I would have been, it would have been even more heartbreaking to see Clint. Oh yeah, you know, the same as Samson. Like just, yeah, you know, Clint yeah. having set all of this up with the intent to embarrass Zach and all Zach. That. You know, but what I like is Tyler, even knowing all of this you know he's still by zach's side he, he even he's at that point he's like zach yeah what do like, you want to no, do fuck this are you done if yeah. you're done let me we know and this. i will get you out of there yeah. and zach's like no i want to do this yeah and it shows that drive that you know he's had this whole movie um especially now knowing that he wanted to be a movie star you know that that's awesome yeah. but you know in the movie he wouldn't be this wrestler and he had this drive and he's like i'm here i'm gonna do it and when he comes, when he comes out as the peanut butter falcon, oh, that's know. great. He's like he's wearing cardboard, and, and you know Tyler does that whole yeah, yeah. You know it's yeah. it's his it's his stage performance. I mean it's it was voice. last minute. He made the costume. He's Tyler being it. his lone hype man, you know, yeah. the only one clapping. And then you know Zach goes through the crowd, and and people start clapping and cheering for him and everything. Um, it was a it was a it was a neat moment. It was a neat yeah. moment to see. But then um, you know as Zach. You know, getting beat up by by Samson, um, and you know that moment that he has with with Tyler, where Tyler's zoned in and only making eye contact with him, making sure he's okay, making sure mm-hmm. you know he's he's there for him. And uh, this is where you know at this point, Eleanor, who who Tyler had handcuffed into the car <laughs> to keep her from interfering. Uh, adorably gets gets free and sees that you know Rat Boy and and uh, Duncan and Rat Boy, yeah, show up there, 
and are going to take out Tyler, you know, tire iron in hand and everything. And this is where the whole thing from here out is in slow motion. And you see Zach rally his, his inner strength and finally do the move that Clint admitted earlier on was, was fake. You know, that was just camera tricks. They never actually did it. Um, and picks up Samson and throws him out of the ring. And you think, like you see this, and I, I thought at least, that he's throwing, because the whole time, like we're cutting back and forth between him picking up Samson and getting ready to throw him, and Duncan and Tyler on the approaching, approaching Tyler mm-hmm. while Tyler's zoned in on Zach. No, you know. And Eleanor's like screaming, trying yeah. to get through the crowd None because she was behind him going all. on. I thought for sure that Zach was going to throw Samson onto Duncan. Yeah, because at one point, like, Ratboy kind of, like, looks up. Yeah, I I definitely thought that, too. Um, And then it doesn't happen that way. You know, he throws him out of the ring, but then we see Duncan just wail Tyler in the head, and then the the screen goes black. And what I I liked about this, because when it first starts going on and, you know, Zach's picking him up, you can tell it's – it's obviously staged just because of yeah. like Samson's like perfectly straight. I mean, oh, anybody that knows camera tricks and all knows that it's it's staged. And they kind of it starts getting to that little bit of a feel like it's faked, like it's obviously not really going to happen. Which it could, it couldn't. It's hard to say. But the the way they do it, I definitely thought the same thing. I'm like, oh well, they're building up. Like he's just going to throw him out the ring and like take out. Like and be like, yeah, save the day. Like, all right, yeah. cool. But it doesn't go that way. And this is where I was talking about that roller coaster because it's like, oh no, like we saw Zach throw Samson. What, you know, whether he made it all the way out the ring or just you know kind of fell over, it doesn't matter because it was enough to make you believe in Zach, yeah. which is the whole purpose. That, that was the point of it. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, you finally see Tyler's. Um, I don't want to say demons, but like his you know, Duncan come, his, catches, yeah, his comeuppance, his his yeah. his past finally catch up, up his past him. literally catching up to him. Yes, and then that flashback, and then we get to the scene where I was talking about earlier when it finally comes down to Zach's birthday. Yeah, you know the, he's you know they're all in the, they're in the hospital. He's and Zach is having his flashbacks of time with Tyler, yeah. like Tyler had his flashbacks with his brother. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And, and it, it finally, it showed that bond of brothers finally come, I don't want to say finally come to an end, but finally get to where it needs to be yeah. by the end of the movie. And Zach's there with his, you know, in the his hospital with his, with his cupcake for his birthday. And then we see Eleanor in the background and a doctor comes up to her and she starts crying. And mm-hmm. at this moment is, dude, at this moment is when I shed a tear. Like, I was like, I was like, be kidding oh me. I'm my like, God, this oh. whole movie and Tyler dies at the end, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they do such a good job with it from here on out where, you know, we have that hospital scene and we've got the flashbacks to their relationship with Tyler. And then, you know, they had made this plan. Tyler and Eleanor had, had, had you know, Tyler was like, hey, you know, I'm headed to Florida I'm going to go to Jupiter, Florida, set up this business and whatnot, you know. Oh, you should, yeah, when they were doing yeah, the you should training come. with uh, Clint and all that. And it's like, what are you going to do when this is all said and done? Exactly. You should come with, yeah. you know, we can we can all go together type deal. And then we cut to Zach asleep in the passenger seat of the, of the car with, with 
Eleanor driving, and they they pass the you know welcome to Florida sign. Yeah, you know, yeah. She wakes them up. And and she like, wakes them up. We made to Florida. Yeah. Um. I was like, oh man, they went to Florida just for time. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, like this is a rough ending, but I mean, this is awesome. It was yeah. good. And then I love when Zach turns it around and is like, hey, hey, wake up. And there's Tyler, beat up and bruised, but in the yep. backseat still alive. I'm like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, this, this is great. Um, and then, like, it finally comes to the ending and, like, the credits roll. I'm like, okay, well, this makes sense why it was such a short ending, but they said everything that they needed to say perfectly in that short yeah. period of time. No. Um, no, I think that ending, man, is – it was an emotional roller coaster and it was and it was quick and i think it needed to it needed to be needed needed to be fat <laughs> i could not get that word out man uh to be to be quick that way because that's yeah. that's how the world around them was moving at that time so yeah. choosing to end the film quickly when the world that the characters were experiencing is moving so fast was was a good mm-hmm. good move. Well, um, but the choice to, for Tyler to survive, I liked, because it at the end of the day this is a heartwarming movie, mm-hmm. you know, not a movie about it's about a movie about overcoming overcoming your circumstances, overcoming you know anything in your life. But it doesn't need to end on that note. That defeats the purpose of the movie. Yeah, you know, as as like the my inner filmmaker would have been would have, would have ended this movie with Tyler dying. Yeah, but I don't think that after thinking about it, that wasn't the no, they ended I mean, it the right way. No, they they definitely did. And what I liked about it is it, and we talked about this tempo multiple multiple times. It fit the tempo of the movie perfectly. Um, the way from start to the end the way they go through the montages the flashbacks the storytelling um the different moments uh, the music the visual effects everything fit together like a perfect puzzle in this uh this movie uh and the way they did the ending held true to the rest of the movie um and although when we when we hit that hospital scene i was like oh i like i see the tone that they're going for and it's like you know, Tyler was the one that helped Zach overcome all this and to teach Eleanor that, you know, there's more to life than what she's going through. Um, and to just have him be gone after that, you know, then teaches Zach a rough life, another rough lesson that he's already gone through, that his family left him. Um, but to see Tyler still be alive and to see Eleanor and the th- and all three of them together in that car yeah. was the complete opposite, and which yeah. was perfect because it, it now goes Tyler or Zach and Tyler both have their new family. Yes. And that was the whole point of the movie was and them to overcome losing their family just to make a new one. And we over we over overlooked it as well, but Eleanor too, because when they're talking about well, the yes, Eleanor admits that she's a widow. Her that's Even right, though she's young, that. she had a husband that died, mm-hmm. so she was overcoming her own her her own loss, um, and her own loss of family as well. Um, um, but God, I mean, I don't, I I could sit here and analyze this movie all day long and 
had me feeling so many different things. But yeah. this movie is just it, it is everyone needs to watch the Peanut Butter Falcon. This it, it is a really good movie. Yes, phenomenal movie. Great package all around, man. Um, great package all around. So I just I, the last thing I have to say is go see Peanut Butter Falcon. It'll it'll it's, it'll make you feel things. It's a great movie. Um, was there any of the trivia? I know you were kind of throwing it in throughout no, the movie. No, not much. But. Yeah, I was peppering it in throughout, but that's that's about it. There really isn't um, really isn't much with with this one, and I think that is a good thing. I mean, this movie stands yeah. on its own feet, its own two feet. It 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 is what it is, you know, and I love it. Um, it was funny. I did one other thing I want to mention because we we kind of skipped over a couple times. We talked about this before recording, but uh, when we were talking about other people that were put into this movie that we didn't recognize uh rat boy was played by uh yellow wolf which oh, yeah yeah I, we had talked about it briefly i i mean i know of yellow wolf because i've listened to like one maybe two songs from him back in the day and so, i like, I, kn- like I knew the name Kelly, i had no yeah. idea who he was <laughs> yeah well i just think like he looked familiar again looked familiar in the movie but and like it wasn't until right before we started recording where i pulled up the the cast just to you know get everyone's name straight i'm like yellow wolf played rat boy I'm like I haven't heard that name in ages, <laughs> so it was kind of funny looking back. Um, but yeah, so Yellow Wolf was—I think we were talking about this. He's like a essentially like a—I I guess it was like a hip hop rapper. I think is how they classified his music. Um, and he's done different things over the years. I knew like one one or two songs I listened to him a few years back. But uh, but yeah, just the fact of seeing his name in this, I'm like, oh wow, I didn't know he was in this. Yeah. But I guess if that's uh, if that's all we got for trivia, uh, Eric, do you want to go ahead and roll us out? Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us for this episode of Friday Films featuring the Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, once again, once again, Jordan and I are doing our best to keep up with social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Hoodoo Presents. Make your recommendations. Let us know what movies you want us to review. Um, I reiterate, you know, we, 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 we pull from our own our own lists as well as yours if you put any out there. So let us know what you thought of the movie and let us know what you want us to watch going forward. Once again, that's Hoodoo Presents on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. With that said, the next movie that we are doing for Friday Films next week is a very recent release. Uh, um, Having come or having come out, what September sixteenth, I think, is when it released. Uh, yeah, as of this recording, it was just yeah. within the last week or two. Um, um, September sixteenth is "The Devil All the Time," starring Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. Available on Netflix, it is yet another Netflix exclusive film. So, "The Devil All the Time" is what we're going to be reviewing next week. Okay, so with that. Um, again, everyone try and follow us on, uh, one of the social medias more so just to tell us what movies you want to watch. We have been going through and picking a lot of more recent movies, trying to keep up with some newer stuff, but there's so many out there that we would love to, um, hear from everyone, uh, and, and be able to watch and enjoy with everyone as well. Um, so let us know. And then until then we'll join you all next week with uh, a devil all the time and let the credits roll.